Good morning. I'm a bit late. So I've been on my walk, went to a friend's house for a birthday brunch, and now I'm walking back through the park. Um, let's show you. The big, big brother advertising balloon is just over there. I'm in a different place from normal because I didn't stop at my coffee place. And uh, hello, Colleen. Hi everybody, I am Brian of London wearing a silly hat today. It's kind of cold. Uh, I hope the wind has died down a bit. And um, I guess people are tuning in to find out what I think of the deal of the century. We'll get to Brexit and impeachment later. Once again, I'm Brian of London. This is the park in Tel Aviv. Park, uh, Hayakon Park. Uh, beautiful park in the sort of north of the old centre of Tel Aviv. Okay, Deal of the Century. I started reading it. Well, actually, I've read quite a bit of it. Uh, and I got stuck on the very first page because the very first page revealed to me, firstly, one, that the primary force behind this deal is Jared Kushner. I can see that. Uh, I can tell from the way that the report is written. He obviously actually physically wrote quite a bit of this, I think, or, or, or put forth his ideas to someone who typed it. Uh, and because they marry up with very closely with what he said in interviews and uh, I can I can pretty much even guess some of the 25 books he, he claims to have read which I'm sure he has read actually uh, and I can see the influences of people I know on what's in that deal obviously for Israel for Jews for Israelis for people who believe that Judea and Samaria are the heartland of Jew uh, of the Jewish country um, it's a fantastic plan course we'll like it but that's not to say you know that it's one-sided <laughs> the point is it doesn't matter what plan you would ever come with the other side is not looking for a plan because they were never looking for a state they were never looking for self-determination they had uh, decades centuries even when they could have established a so-called Palestinian state that was never the point that the, the, the need for a Palestinian state did not arise until Jews were sovereign again in the land. So, but on that very, very first page, what it revealed about Jared's way of looking at Islam is the same old tired nonsense that if you um, come with economic reasons that they will take the rational, what we believe from the Western point of view is the, the rational view that they should put down their arms, stop jihad and stop fighting. That doesn't that doesn't work. I mean, we've got a century of following that ideal, the ideal that land for peace would ever work. And, and that's right there on the first page. So I get that, that you know, that, that kind of invalidates the whole thing, except that it's a very, very much more pragmatic deal makers deal than anything I've ever seen before in the sort of Oslo school um, with sort of because it lays out something that the Israelis, us, that we can do. We can annex certain territories. We can say this is ours. And it totally and utterly removes the Green Line and the 67 borders, which were never the 67 borders. They were the 49 Armistice Line. They, they just take that out of the equation. They say that that's not really relevant anymore, um, that land captured in a defensive war is not illegal. There's no illegal occupation. There's a dispute. We have to settle the dispute. We can compromise to achieve a settlement. But if we don't see a compromise from the other side, if they persist in trying to murder us, then it removes our 
necessity to compromise and to give more away and and the, the report clearly acknowledges how much israel no 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 nation has ever given up as much as we've given up in terms of land won in a defensive war i'm worrying about the wind i hope i hope it's not too bad i'm not seeing comments so obviously you can hear me um so so the deal of the century and now you know in the days of afterwards uh, you know, when Benny Gantz announced that he would bring a, a, a vote into the Knesset, thanks Colleen, uh, a vote in the Knesset to, to actually start annexing stuff this week, um, we got a bit of whoa from, from everybody, from Pompeo and from um, the ambassador and from Trump. And, and yeah, you know, I think it's, <laughs> it at least, you know, and then you, you get the, the EU people complaining about it. Well, what deal did you put forward? You know, there was never going to be a two-sided negotiation because the, the Palestinians have refused to negotiate. They had eight years of Obama in which they pretty much refused to uh, negotiate. They got huge concessions even while refusing to negotiate because we did a settlement freeze and so on. And so, EU, write your own report. Write your own plan. Bring it to the table. You know, that's all the Americans did. They, they interviewed a bunch of people and they put a plan on the table. Good luck. EU could do the same, but they can't because they're divided and they're not really united and they're just... The EU's the inefficient nonsense mess. Anyway, that's enough on the plan and I suppose that leads me into Brexit and um, dear old Nigel and that wonderful flag-waving stunt as his final, uh, his final act in the EU Parliament. And, and them cutting the mic off. And, and that is the reason why Britain doesn't need to be in the EU. What is the point? So today is Brexit Day. And that seems to coincide with, you know, if, if McConnell can, can garner the correct votes and they don't come with this nonsense of wanting to listen to more uh, witnesses, it sounds like, it looks like impeachment for Trump will wrap up and Brexit will happen. And, you know, we're, we're, we're going into a Shabbat and then we come out of Shabbat and then Israel has never been more politically united. I mean, we're about to go into a, a, a general election here, but the left, as, uh, the left, as represented by Benny Gantz uh, and um, Netanyahu and so and the right as Netanyahu, Everybody except the lunatic left is on board with this same plan, which includes kind of annexation and it includes, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of Jews living in and continuing to live in the Shtachim, the, the areas of Judea and Samaria. People call them the settlements, Judea, Shomron and the West Bank. So, and you've got Britain coming out of the EU tonight. I mean, I know that there's a year at least of negotiations and all of that other stuff. But it does seem that populist options are winning everywhere and that the Democrats in America are completely unelectable, if you ask me. I mean, Biden is a uh, senile joke. Uh, Sanders is a communist. Uh, his people are, are, are complete uh, Jew-hating, Israel-hating uh, Stalin lovers. I mean, if you've seen any of the, the, the videos from James O'Keefe, which have had no play in the in the, the mainstream media, which is so telling. I mean, if if it, I don't like analogies, um, uh, Scott Adams is correct that that analogies are a very for, poor form of persuasion. But I'll use one. I mean, if 
Trump supporters were saying neo-Nazi stuff, which would be exactly the same as the, the, the fascist, Stalinist, let's put them all in gulags and gulags weren't so bad, which is what, you know, O'Keefe has had four now, four people in campaign offices. And the point is not that O'Keefe uncovers them, but when they are uncovered, Bernie does not disavow. Nobody on the campaign disavows. Nobody cuts these people off. And in fact, half of Bernie Sanders' campaign staff have removed themselves from Twitter. The Democrats are very, very dangerous. And I hope people are getting to see this. So, you know, we're on a populist wave. I will now just be Debbie Downer here for a little bit, which is that this, this coronavirus, whilst it might not be, it might not kill many millions of people, Economically, this could be very, very damaging. I, I think su- people are not do not understand how how the supply chains of these this world operates. And when the the cheap stuff that comes out of China starts to not be available, I don't know what's going to happen with our consumerist uh, consuming world and and the West. I, I'm a bit wary of of how what the economic damage will be. Um, but we await to see. Anyway, I missed last week, so uh, this this has to make up for that. Generally, we've got great things going on. I think Trump is surging. I liked his peace plan. Israel will do well to follow it. Uh, The Palestinians are irrelevant. They will continue to fail to take any opportunity because they don't want a state. Uh, There's a very, very good... um, two-stage plan that I'm reading that someone's posted uh, and, and I'm going to say more about that when I've read it and maybe even interview the, the guy who's written it. Very, very interesting. Anyway, lots to say, lots to do. Keep your eyes on Brexit and the impeachment trial tonight and uh, I'll see you all again the next time. By the way, I'm Brian of London. Thanks very much for tuning in and watching me. You can find all my stuff at brianoflondon.me and on Steam. Videos will go up on 3Speak later, which I still love. Uh, And if you want to support me, chip in. There's lots of crypto options. You can find a PayPal option if you like. Um, It does help. I I don't actually earn any money from this kind of stuff, except by what people uh, kindly send me, which they do from time to time. So thank you to anyone who's ever done that. And thank you very much for anyone who does. Brian of London here in the park, about to head home.